Hello. Hi. How are y'all? You do good? We do, we do good. Yeah. Uh, I missed you, buddy. Missed you too, dude. Yeah. Let's try these drinks. Um, Cheers. <laughs> I think they were called the left-handed drink or something. That's actually perfect for us. <clears throat> because yeah. we're, you yeah. know, buffalo. That's, um... It's okay. Kind of tastes like uh, cranberry juice, but wrong. Yeah, but not bad. Yeah, just it's I'm uh, it's um it's the Campari. Every time I've added Campari to something, it uh I don't know if I'm a fan of it or if it's just maybe obviously I'm not. Was that what was in the last thing we had that we didn't like? Ah, uh, might be. I think so. The be- it, This one's well, better for sure. Yes. Um. I might need to start just trying different things with Campari and actually figuring it out. Because I've had cocktails with Campari in it that I do like. So I just need the right components. You know what we need to do? We need to figure out a drink that makes Malort taste good. Ooh, okay. Well, there is a channel that tried it. I know, I watched. But yeah. it didn't seem to work. Yeah, we gotta try but we gotta find a way eventually. Yeah. Um. So I, we went on the bur- bourbon buffalo trail. Some of it we only got through probably a quarter to half of it over the four days. Just about. But you know we were taking our time. Our bodies can only handle so much. Um, wow. We did, and like she, I think she explained it. But we did the. Uh, we ended up starting off at Michter's, and we did Evan Williams. Then we did Angel's Envy on the first day, and then we ended up going to a little, uh, it's a, uh, its own private little restaurant that they have their own booze there. I don't know if it's necessarily for sale, but they make it in-house, and that was really cool. I forgot the name of that, but that was great. <laughs> um, they actually had some of my our favorite food. They had this little shrimp fritter thing. I don't know. It was really good. Um, and then we went to a place called Hell and High Water. Or no, Hell and, Heaven and Hell uh, Speakeasy. I know that one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go to that place. It looks dope. It was great. Um, we ended up being sat next to the band that was playing. And right next to the drummer. So I ended up. I think we naturally, uh, I think Melissa said something about it. And then he was like, what? And uh, all of a sudden, uh, I think he he upped his playing a bit. Because all of a sudden, he he starts throwing in all these extra little things in his hands. And he's going a little bit nuts. And I can tell because the, uh, the saxophone player is giving him, not like disappointed. He's just kind of like, I don't know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stand here and look okay. Like I know it's supposed to be like, I don't know when to come in. It's when the drummer just fucks up. It was great. Well, the keyboard them. guy was going with him. I mean, it was pretty, he was, he was playing to the keyboard. And then the saxophone guy, I think was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. Cause he's definitely going a little bit, a little having fun. A little too it was, much, yeah. yeah. It was really cool though. Cause That's that made cool. it, it made an extra little nice experience. Bunch of really good cocktails. Uh, obviously they had like, cocktail money that was just two sides they had heaven which was or he- hell which is the side I drank out of mostly because that's more of like the stirred 
drinks like this shit. Yeah. Spirit forward. And then the uh, the heaven one was a bunch of light ones, and so those were really cool. Um, we ended up almost m- not making it home because by the end of the night we had one percent battery on Melissa's phone and three on mine. Problem with this is Melissa has all the codes to get into our rooms, so we would have not. We had three different codes that you had to enter because it's. Whatever the way the Airbnb worked, you walked in through the one side entrance. They had its own special door for them. It's a code. And then you have to go up the elevator. There was a code to get into like the floor that has all the rooms in it. Mm. And then there was the code to get into your room. Yeah. So that's kind of the Airbnb yeah. in Miami was like that too. But it was also. Like, it was a bunch of condos that were Airbnbs. So it was really just a fucking hotel. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, it was just... Uh, and that's what it was. They had, I think they had, like, ten rooms. Yeah. Pretty, it was okay. Not, not you know, wasn't our favorite, but it, was, it, it, it worked for the day that we needed it. You know, but um, we ended up... Um, we made it just in time. I think her phone was, like, you know, just plugged in as she was dying type thing. Yeah. But... Um, Next day, we went to Bardstown, which is where I think you were trying to FaceTime me. I think that would have been the day. Because it was fr- – it was a f- – hold on. I'm going to pull up on my phone. Well, I FaceTimed you at night, and then you FaceTimed me during the day, which I think you FaceTimed me on Saturday because uh, I was hanging out yes. with, uh, with with people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It says that you – what the hell? Where'd it go? I thought it was the... Uh, oh, missed, probably. I think it was on Friday. Yeah. I want to say it was Friday. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you, you, we were inside of a, uh, a restaurant inside of the... Uh, it was an old Rick house, and it was called, like, the Rick house. A Rick house... Or no, it wasn't. It Maybe some... It's designed to look like a Rick house. A Rick house is the building that they store all the barrels in when they age and they store they're generally like six to seven stories tall um and so we went in this little speakeasy it's in the ground so we were below level when you probably tried to facetime me so i don't even think my phone vibrated that it went off i don't know <laughs> but yeah because i remember i would have seen it because i i did we had our phones kind of out but not you know mm. and not really looking at them but like it still would have vibrated because I did hear some texts going off. So mm. I think once in a while we were just like signaling that room was a little, little wonky. But had again great time, really cool food. Uh, happened to be like next to this like really badass church that we walked by. Um, and uh, had some of my favorite breakfast, fucking just biscuits and gravy, eggs, side of bologna, side of fried bologna. Cause that was an option. I was like, "Oh, we both me and Melissa just looked at each other, other and we're like, yo, like, I want some bologna.' <laughs> like, Dude, um, honestly, now that you said that, I kind of want like a fried bologna sandwich. I will say, it, I think they, I would, I wanted a definitely a bit more crisp version of it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I also wanted the sandwich. Yeah, a little bit, not of just cheese, the size, some mustard. Yeah, it, it, it definitely like. It, it kind of hit the craving, but 
I realized I was like, oh, I want a fucking fried bologna sandwich right now, yeah. not just a piece. So I still ate it, but you know. Yeah. Um, I got very drunk that night too. <laughs> yeah, I I fell back. So I was like, oh, because I I was gonna Facetime you and and have a drink with you. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I have the drink by myself. And then I just like kept having drinks. <laughs> it was like. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it happens. Uh, after realistically after we do, other than cocktails for during the podcast, I'm kind of t- I'm trying to take a tolerance break for Yeah, understandably uh, so. Weed and alcohol. Understandably so. Yeah, at least till July. Yeah, a couple weeks. I, I have a couple drinks when I play Pathfinder uh, that's on fair. Mondays, you know, but that also like it kind of helps me ease into the role play a little bit. Um Well, that makes sense. It you have to be really creative and yeah but i also don't like i'm not sitting there doing shots and getting blitzed yeah you know yeah I'm like same. i'll have we usually play from like six ish to nine ish so i'll have like two yeah you know well oh we also did bullet that mm-hmm. day they started off at bullet on the way there i think but it was um I meant to say, like, all of these tastings, there's basically, we did a tasting at every single brewery tour we did. And it's, sometimes it was three shots, or it was mostly, like, four, generally. Um, but they're all maybe, like, half-ounce pours. So, each each place, we're probably getting about two ounces of booze, and then uh, getting cocktails in between. Yeah. Um, You're likely getting like two to three shots worth of booze. Yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty good. And then I had at least two cocktails at most places we went to, on average. Okay, so you might have actually drank like a con, but spread out. Oh yeah, that and that yeah. it was mostly because I knew we had to walk through mm-hmm. Louisville uh, <laughs> the whole time. So yeah. it's kind of like yeah, we gotta. See, at a con, you, like, smash, like, four or five shots, and then you go somewhere for, like, a couple hours, and then you come back and smash, like, four or five shots? Yeah, basically. You had that spread out throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we started, our first tour started at 11 o'clock, which means we probably started sipping around 11.30 to 11.45, somewhere mm. in that realm. And then from there to about, uh, 1 o'clock, we were drinking, and then we got home. But we, uh... Went to Bullet. That was really, really cool. Uh, unfortunately, didn't really get a bourbon there because I don't think they had... They didn't really have anything special mm-hmm. available that wasn't something you can buy in the store. Um, except for the... I think I got the actual bitters that we are having right now there. Okay. So, that was at Bullet. Next day, where we did... Ca- oh, no. This was the same day. We do castle and key it's a fucking castle pretty awesome to just be able to walk around a castle that was turned into a brewery and then uh has it was a brewery like like almost like a hundred years ago shut down got completely reclaimed by the forest and just in wrecked havoc they cleaned it up shut down again got rebought out and then they finally finished it and turned it back into a brewery place and they've only they've only been around for like uh, I think twenty sixteen. We have to they... keep them alive. That oh. sounds like it's cursed. Oh, it's it's going well though. We we got to keep them alive though. Yes. That sounds cursed. I want a fucking castle brewery. One of the coolest things about that I liked about their style is that where every buff like Buffalo Trace, Bullet, all those places, they'll usually combine like a hundred 
something barrels, generally in mass batches. Maybe, you know, 20 something, or sorry, 200 barrels, whatever mm-hmm. it is, to make sure everything you drink is consistent flavor because obviously each single barrel is going to be different. It's going to have a little bit different, yeah. Castle and Key doesn't do that. They basically just have a barrel. And then they do that. They taste what they basically will taste it, and they're like, "All right, well, do we think we should age this longer? Or do we think it's going to get worse?" And they do it by the barrel. So every single batch you get is a completely different flavor profile. Isn't Maker's Mark kind of like that? I think there's something to that, but we—that's another tour we didn't get to go to, mm. and that's one we want to next time. But it was like a little bit off, and you know, um, fuck it, let's go next year. Or the year after, because you got stuff going on. Yeah, next, next yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. But we have to. Um, no, we definitely plan to go back and do the other half like another time. But uh, we had um, go to the next day. And it was a great time. Go to the next day. We go to Buffalo Trace. Mm. Um, or. I'm skipping around. It's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm, you were drunk. Man. I was drunk. Yeah, you were probably skipping around then too. Oh, I was. <laughs> so we go to Buffalo Trace, and that was really, really, really cool tour. Uh, it had probably one of my favorite tour guides. Uh, I had a, there was two or three like Brittany and this woman Tammy. Uh, they That's were great. My mom's name. Yeah. Tammy was the one at Buffalo Trace. Nice. Mostly because I like I really loved her because she had been around the longest. She'd been in there since she'd been doing like in the buff like industry since the eighties. Okay. So she had like all kinds of crazy ass knowledge to drop just drop in and then like there was even a sign that they had hung in the museum that her husband found. Okay. Just so he and he gave that to them for free. He was like, as long as you put it somewhere where she does her tour so that she can point it out to everyone on the tour I'm happy with it give it for free so they did so she pointed it out she's like yeah that's really cool you know mm. one of my favorite parts was going into uh, it was a Rick house from 1907 and it's one of their first Rick houses and it was just it just it just smells just amazing because it's just like whiskey yeah tons of whiskey barrels and oak just aged Dude, it was amazing. But we went to the gift shop. I was going to say, speaking of Buffalo Trace, I saw that under there. Those Hell are yours. Yeah. This is sick, buddy. They're, yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I got to get you those. I did say get me a souvenir, and then I saw this when we were setting up, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, they're just, you know, nice little perfect little on square ones. Yeah. Got the buffalo in the bottom of it. And then uh, next oh, week... That will be dangerous if we're actually playing the proper game. Yes, it will. Because you take a sip of your drink and you're like, Fuck! Don't like it. Call out. I don't but, really like it either. <laughs> I love this, though. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> uh, I ended up meeting someone down there that had heard the game. And he's like, I haven't played in a long time. And I was like, well, that's what my channel was named after. Mm-hmm. And he was like... Huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, person I was hanging out with Saturday. Um, we were looking at board games and stuff. Yeah. And then I started talking. I talked about my tattoo, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I was thinking of getting." I think it was. I'm sorry for this. The game. Yeah. Tattooed on my lip. That way, 
I can yeah. just be like, ha you lose. But I got Buffalo instead. And uh, she was like, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, I can't tell you. She's like, why? I was like, you need a drink. She's like, why do I need a drink? Just tell me now. And I was like, I can't. Yeah. Not yet. And I'm like, you need a drink and a ride home or somewhere to sleep. <laughs> She's like, what? I was like, yeah. The only people I tell. It's fucked up. The only people I actually tell it to are like either old service dudes that forgot how to mm. w- forgot what it is and they're like I've played it but it's been years you know, thirty yeah. X years or like just really like random old people that it's yeah old people I'm not gonna fucking yeah know. same thing yeah. it doesn't matter I'm not gonna you know but I, most I, of the I time my, I told my grandpa about it oh he yeah he was like old he was like cheers yeah <laughs> um he actually got me with it when I was down there that's funny yeah it was fucking hilarious He's like, you shut up. <laughs> he got me with a fucking uh, Milwaukee's best. I got tall mm. boy, man. Mm. Yeah, it hurt. Man. Fuck I, you, Papo. I love you. I'm I remember kidding. when that used to be Rico's beer. That's probably why I loved Rico. Well, the he was thing. Always drinking those. If I remember correctly, he didn't even really like it. He was just like, unfortunately, I know I write bell- I write better on this specific mm-hmm. beer than any else. So he has it just for writing purposes mm-hmm. when he were when we were doing it. That was shout me out and, to Rico. Uh, you're awesome. I love you. Hope you're doing great in Arizona. Me with Jaeger. Yeah, I drew better when I had a fucking Jaeger bomb, and I don't know what that says about me. Uh, it's, a, it's the magic touch you know yeah but um no man other than that like i mean we just had tons of really good food the last the last plate we stayed in lexington and um one of my favorite parts we stayed in this place above an irish pub okay it was pretty nice i mean obviously like it was a bit loud because saturday night was saturday night but wasn't the it wasn't you know we could deal with it so it was great for us really cool room they had a porch and one of my favorite things was because that was saturday night i went and uh i had bought a cigar at that castle and key place because they had one there mm-hmm. and um i decided to uh it was ufc fight so i bought the fight and i just sat out on the porch and smoked my cigar and me and melissa just drank some evan williams masters blend on the rocks in glass and I was just like that was our whole night for fucking like 12 hours not 12 nice. hours till midnight like 3 or 4 hours yeah about yeah cause nice. well what was even cooler so we didn't know this she didn't know this when she booked the room she just thought it was really cool in there well right next to it you walk by and there's this like big alleyway that they've dressed up as um, like a whole like restaurant hangout thing. There's like five combined businesses there. There's there's a food truck that they have stationed inside there always. Um, and then inside the place there was the bar. There was a charcuterie board place running out of there. So we got Melissa charcuterie and I ended up getting something out of the food truck. Uh, pimentos, cheese sliders. Fucking good. It's just pimento cheese, bacon, and Nice. Toasted bun. Um, And then the cocktails were really great. They had a huge extensive bar. And the bartenders were really cool. And basically when I was – the first day I just got like 
all I got a bunch of old fashions and was just like, all right, each one I'm gonna try a different kind of whiskey because there's you know, <laughs> so that was great. I had about four, and then we went upstairs <laughs> and uh, fuck, um, we didn't get a picture of the drink. Um, we'll get in the transition because okay. I still have some. Uh, mine, I'm drinking it quick because it's not that good. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, honestly, it's weird. Like, it's getting better as it sits. It honestly is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's something. Maybe just maybe it's not a drink to start with. It's a drink to continue into. You have to have a already. Because well, that's one of the cool things too about that they taught us was like. Sometimes they were like, it, they always recommended obviously a super tiny sip the first time, and and they even said like one of the guys like he's like I want you to swish it, he's like I'm making you swish it, for like at least ten seconds if you can whatever, but you know this is gonna help you enjoy everything for the rest of it I promise and it was you know of course it's great and that's what I did every time anyway. Mm-hmm. Funny thing was too was like, uh, motherfuckers not not knowing how to do wine tastings and shit. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to spit it out. No. I meant the whole, like, the... When you sip through your teeth and shit. I mean, not a lot of people know that that. stuff. Well, I was doing that (laughs) almost all the time. I just, you know, sip and then... Because it, like, really... That's how you really taste it. And I was like, you know what? That's, That's the whole... Mainly also because after you've had, like, two of them, you're... Nice. You already kind of have the numb tongue. You start getting numb tongue. Yeah. So it's really hard to. And at that point, that's when like, okay, now I need this to really get start getting distinct here. It was great. You just reminded me of a TikTok I saw before we recorded, um, where it was one guy. Do it. It tastes like chocolate. Uh, um, I will. <laughs> but there was one guy where he's like uh, sitting there. He's wearing nice clothes and he's. Sipping on a whiskey, and he's like, mm, "Yes, I'm oh. getting tastes of oak and this and that." And then it cuts to the other guy, and it's like, "I don't give a fuck if it's one o'clock in the afternoon. What do you mean? How did I get up here? I'm fucking no. Catch me though. <laughs> like I'm like, that's me and Brandon. Cheers. No, no. still tastes like cranberry with uh, wrong." I taste. I don't know. I can start tasting the chocolate bitters, like towards the top of my mouth. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Still cranberry. <laughs> still, still cranberry, but with a hint of wrong. That's fair. Um. That's my teenage years. Yay! <laughs> cranberry juice with a hint of wrong. Figure it out. Figure it out. We got it. Um. Well, no, man, that's, we did, other than that, next day, we, we did, a, um, haven't, oh, okay, we're far enough, and I'll, I'll, the $150, oh, yeah, ounce of yeah. booze I bought, okay, hear me out, before he tells you this extravagant story of him spending $150 on, what, an ounce? Yes. Um, I was no, drinking, it was a two ounce, I think. Maybe an ounce and a half. I was drinking Kirkland brand, uh, which is thirteen ninety nine for a half gallon. Yes. Somebody do the math. I'll do the math in the comments. I don't care. 
even calling it two ounces. Yeah. I don't think that's even a penny. No. <laughs> um, no. Okay. So basically what it was is like, so we went into the tour and obviously this isn't one of the tastings. Mm-hmm. They have, they had a couple, they had a good amount of them out there and they were great. They had Eagle Rare, which was nice to have on there and try. Obviously it was not for sale. It was sold out by the time we got there. Um, But we ended up, they had one of our favorite bars experiences. The girls there were great. They were, we had, had a great time with them. Really good cocktails. Well, I'm talking with Lola, but after this tour, he's kind of explaining on the tour, or not the, that wasn't a tour. It was a video on the way tasting. That was it. But he's telling us, like, you know, obviously, like, they do Pappy Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. And shit like that. So, like, they do some really excessive brands. Well, this one is, like, one of their top three, like, maybe, you know, two or three rarest ones. It's Elijah Craig 23-year single barrel. And essentially, the only person that makes this is their head distiller. Like, it's not... I think like it's like the recipe is not known to anyone, but a certain guy who's the one that makes that one barrel worth of whiskey, essentially type thing. Um, and like as I was sitting there, like, oh, you know what? I kind of said fuck it. Melissa kind of was like, you know what? Hey, you haven't done anything really stupid yet. Like other than <laughs> she was like, obviously, like I went and I got like I get like a bottle at a place that you know like. Uh, harder to find stuff that's really yeah. hard to find in Michigan or can't and so other than that and even then like none of those are breaking a hundred dollars you know so I wasn't going yeah. crazy on my bottles I wanted to and we were still looking for one but at this point we hadn't and it was the end it was like our last tour yeah second to last tour so she was just like you know what fuck it like it's actually there and the woman was like I mean, it's it is very very good, and I was like, okay, you know what, fuck it. So I ordered it. I mean, for sure, easily the best whiskey I've ever had. Um, hold on, I'm gonna continue this after transition. Hi. All right. Oh shit. So, man. to continue talking about this whiskey that I spent dumb money on, um. As we're, I keep talking to her about it, she like obviously she lets me hold the bottle and take a picture of it, look at it, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I end up, you know, she's talking. She ends up telling me she's like, so it used to be a hundred and thirty, but the problem is, is when we start we start getting to like the halfway point on that bottle, we are like, well, are we going to be able to replace it? And she was like, we don't know when the next batch is supposed to be ready yet. And we, so we have no idea when we'll get a bottle back. Mm. So they had to raise the price from 130 to 120 because they were yeah, like, 150. Or, sorry, yeah, 100. <laughs> raise it to a lower amount. <laughs> business. Business, no. business, business. Yeah, 130 to 150 because obviously they're like, I mean, yeah, you don't know when you're going to get more. So that was really cool. And then there was another one that was a little cheaper that Melissa bought me. That one was 70. Still a lot. But again, mm-hmm. this was the because the woman was like, this one's actually my favorite out of all of them. Because she's obviously like, they had old, they had every old Fitzgerald 
there too, which, you know, apparently she was telling us like for some, like the old Fitzes and stuff, like they drop them, they announce on like Mondays and Wednesdays that they're dropping on Tuesdays and Thursdays whiskeys and they only drop them. They basically only sell those there. So it's like almost impossible. <laughs> well, let's go turn that on. I'll get it. <laughs> I don't know. Did it turn well, on actually, or did it die? It should be. Anyways, <laughs> the the woman was telling us that like they started actually having a problem where some random woman was telling people that she was she was working for the company and that she convinced people to leave the line and that she gave them these fake vouchers she printed out that made it look like they were from the company so that she could get these you know basically move up in line and guarantee that maybe she'll get a bottle because mm-hmm. that's the thing is they tell them this is dropping they don't say how many is it's just this yeah. this will be dropping so they were like I think actually trying to figure out who fucking stole this like scammed all these people out of the line and like they're like because I guess like they, there's like four or five people that walked up with these fake vouchers and they were like yeah they, we don't do that uh, you got scammed uh, and they were trying to they all try to get descriptions I think they're actually trying to good shit yeah I was like dude that's like fucking shit yeah. yeah and that's not even for this shit so that's why I was like and she was like people camp out for days like they camp they come you know they show up at like seven o'clock the night, the day before and camp out overnight so they're in line to get it. It's crazy. So that twenty three year aged barrel. Yeah. We were seven. Yeah. Like I, it was one yeah. of the it was the smoothest one of the smoothest whiskeys I've ever had. For sure. I mean, stupid flavorful. <laughs> is the card full it might be <laughs> well do you want to take a look yep uh, do you want a long time with Edie this time yeah hello my Pathfinder character died a couple weeks ago when this episode drops it was really sad um, he got drowned ripped in half and then his legs were eaten. his bird's still alive but it was still really sad and then my new character finally showed up in the last session but I didn't know that my body was still there from my old character so I got to hang out with my dead self and my old bird but it was pretty cool and then we almost died in that session which would have sucked um I think the camera's overheating. <laughs> this might be a very short episode, but eh, it's good to have Brandon back. It's really nice. I missed him, even though he was only gone for like a week. It's still nice. Other than that, I had a really good weekend. Well, we lost Brandon Cam. <laughs> good thing we had it from the beginning because we fucked up Man Cam. Yeah, Man Cam was. This not is gonna on. be fun to edit. <laughs> Good thing it's just me drinking. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that said, 
want to call it and just smash this or i'm, I'm gonna say let's do that let's call it an early one yeah. uh i basically just talked about me drinking the only thing left i didn't tell about was i went on a bourbon boat tour that was really fucking cool he basically just he told me that there's some some of the biggest caverns in the world like two hours south of us in kentucky are they the cheese caverns maybe I want we to. have to go. But either way, like he was saying, you know, I like want to go there next time. And uh, at a restaurant right off the water there, we had uh, deviled eggs with bacon jam preserves on them. And it was fucking this amazing. Was fucking bomb, dude. Um, thank you, Melissa, for planning the trip. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Edie will talk more next time. Maybe. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Uh, slam him on cam. Oh.